We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode 53 of the Drop Anchor Podcast. Stink or sink? Hey, everybody. This is Josh. And this is Kendra. And I'm already a pumpkin. So this is going to be a really fun episode of Drop Anchor. <laughs> Listen, we got up at six. And it's <sighs> the weekend. We normally try to sleep in. Yeah. But we got woke up for the most cutest <laughs> specialist reason ever. I can't be mad. <sighs> our middle but child, I'm tired. our 15-year-old, and she's 15, mind you, uh, decided that she wanted to surprise us with breakfast in bed. Six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> now, on a this, Sunday, this might sound really sweet to everyone else in the it world. It is sweet. What are you talking about? But uh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> we let the kids like stay up late the night before. We all stayed up late playing games and. Because it was the weekend. Yeah. Although, yeah. in her defense, something woke her up. Oh, yeah. What woke her up, honey? What else could possibly... <laughs> Ready? Who wants to say the wor- magic word first? What word do we say on the podcast every week? Uh, so Poop! This time... <laughs> holy smokes. So, Morgan uh, hollers and she says, Dad... No, Morgan didn't poop. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was uh, it was the cat again. She doesn't like it outside the boathouse. Uh, She's got poop problems. <laughs> well, and, and it's not just that we the cat has problems. Yes, um, <laughs> I think so, everyone's wondering why we haven't pushed her overboard. <laughs> so with with us being out of the boathouse, a lot more condensation gets on all the outside of the boat, and that's that's one of the big differences that we have living in a boathouse, which is why we love it. Somehow it doesn't. Uh, we just don't Somehow get a lot of you're moisture. Covered. Well, that too, but condensation is Put an umbrella fall outside out <laughs> and the things under it don't have condensation. That's not true. Yeah, it is. It's like the law of relativity. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Listen, no. I've been up since six and I'm drinking wine. Oh, what gosh. do you expect? Okay. So, anyhow. Um, with there being so much condensation on the boat, somehow, what is <laughs> re- re- no, that's for another episode. Okay. Um, somehow this cat with wet paws goes into the kitty litter, does her thing normally. And this was uh, Friday. This is on Friday. Right. And then with her wet paws collecting kitty litter, the clumping kind, mind you, um, tracks kitty litter all over the exterior of the boat, like everywhere. And we still have black paws from winter. That we still haven't been able to get that out yet. we haven't gotten out. So this is not okay. No. She's making a mess of my boat. Right. And I can't so, keep up. So last night we decided, okay, I don't, we don't really want that. So we'll have her. Well, that's not the, that. there's two reasons I kept her inside. One was the kitty litter paws. Yeah. Two was, and I know I've showed it on, I think Instagram. So if anyone follows, they've seen the cat video of how she gets 
uh, oh right top. right she jumps up the canvas and so, she like claws her way up a little bit and scratches right. it a little bit she uses the canvas to get up top and that's where she hides all night right that's where so she goes to the bathroom and then she hides all night up top on the boat well, i took all the canvas off yesterday cleaned it decided i'm gonna leave it off because it's, it's kind of nice kind of yeah. nice and i thought oh my goodness she's gonna fall in the water so at midnight last night i told you you gotta let her back in she's gonna She's going to fall in the water. Right. And I'm thinking by midnight, she's probably already done her thing because I don't know. She's. I'm uh, hoping. Like a human, perhaps. <laughs> I guess that's. Like when you got to go, that's, go. That's a bad assumption. <laughs> so Morgan woke up at five o'clock this morning to the sound of the cat scratching in the hallway and trying to go on their bed, which we all know she's pooped on their bed before. Right. <laughs> Where did she poop? I didn't even get up. I was just like, I'm not even moving. Just at the base of the stairs in the hallway. So she pooped. Yep. So Josh and Morgan were up and dealt with it. Josh came back to bed and I thought, okay, we're all going back to sleep. Well, we should have. We should have. But Morgan took that as the opportunity to surprise us with breakfast in bed. Yeah, like an hour later. Like an hour later. (laughs) So I'm really tired. Yeah. Besides, you know, heat and (laughs) all that. So we are back at the island, which I think pretty much all summer long, that's where we're going to be. I mean, it's like nice to every be able weekend. to get out. Yeah, yeah. Um, why not? I mean, it's it's beautiful out here. It's peaceful. It's relaxing. It's also 90 plus degrees tomorrow. And uh, one day. Well, yeah. But one day if our boat was in the boathouse uh, without any wind, that would be awful. Oh, interesting, y'all. If you've been paying attention, you listened to last week, two of us were debating. <laughs> Did I win a debate? We debated whether or not it made more sense to be in the boathouse when it's 90 degrees because it's in shade, or my argument was not in the boathouse because we catch wind. Who won that argument? So I don't think you won that. What? You just said. No, listen. I think it is better to be out but I don't think it's because of wind. I think it's because the shade on the side of our boat gets really nice and cool and we can sit on the dock. That's what we've been doing. Yeah. Whereas the boathouse doesn't get as cool in the shade well, as... And what else is out on the dock in the shade when you're sitting there? Wind. <laughs> nice blowing into the microphone. You can't hear it because you don't have the headphones in. You're all, <laughs> I was trying to. I know. <laughs> I was trying to be breathy. Uh, good job. Anyhow, okay, so you might be right on that, uh, which is Say fine. I don't mind being wrong. You might be okay, right on You are you. right on that. I knew I was. <laughs> All right. Well, in any event, the idea of being- I can feel the wine. In, <laughs> the idea of being in the boathouse uh, when it's supposed to get up to 95, 96 or whatever tomorrow just didn't sound like fun. So No, so we're staying here for yes. at least another night or two. Right, right. Apparently Morgan's wisdom teeth are in, so we have to get back for that appointment on Wednesday. Oh, teeth. <laughs> Who needs teeth? Uh. I do. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, guess, I guess we need teeth. I don't want to smile without teeth. That's creepy. <laughs> hey, th- we might have some listeners who don't have teeth. Any? Sure. Every single tooth? <laughs> Every single tooth. They might have a full set of dentures. Oh, that's fine. I was picturing no teeth. Just smiling with a toothless yeah. grin. Hmm. Yeah. I guess I mean, it's a little That brings little you back to my childhood memories when my grandma would take her teeth out. So she <laughs> thought that was funny. And then she'd let my brother Caleb put them in his mouth. 
That's, that was that's creepy. really gross. That's just creepy. That's gross. <laughs> that's like been in someone's mouth. It's okay. They were her <sighs> old ones. That makes it better. Well, so we decided to name this episode Sink or Stink. And we decided this before the sinking part. Yeah, we've got an adventure to, to talk we about. We decided the name when we had a stinking part. Yeah. Which was last weekend here at the island. So in hot days. I've learned something uh that I'm gonna teach you guys. Maybe. Uh, We're still learning. I'm de- what are you gonna say? Just something that I learned about how our tank works. We're not positive how the tank works. I, I am one hundred percent certain I pulled mm. the diagram. Actually. Okay. So a holding tank. Shitter's full. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, So the holding tank, which we've talked about uh, a bunch of times, has a feature that we've never really discussed. And it's because we haven't really noticed it. Um, But it's a vent because apparently... Where is this so-called vent? um, It's right underneath the pump out. Like the spot where I'm pumping it out, there's a vent, kind of like the water overflow vent in the front where we're pumping water in. There's a vent out. You have to show me this, and then let's plug it up. That's a bad idea. <laughs> you know what's worse? Hmm. Smelling like poop, and everyone around you can smell your poop. Well, that's that'll also happen if you plug it up. Oh. So, anyhow. So, so last weekend. If you can imagine, <laughs> and don't use too vivid of an imagination, because it's kind of gross. Um, if you can imagine a big holding tank, just a big, I don't know, cube tank, Um in what addition, color is it? Uh, ours is white. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's not white when it's full. Um, Ew, it's brown? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in addition to a, uh, I guess, a tube that goes down in order to be able to pump it out, which we, we've, we have some experience with that now, um, there is a vent that's designed to allow the tank to outgas when it gets too full. And I don't mean but we full, haven't like had this problem. We've been on this boat since October, and maybe once or twice when the tank is like full, full, we've smelt it. Right. But right now it's happening, and the tank's not full. It's getting right. It's getting so. There's like two things that can happen. Full? Yeah. Well, eh, there's two things that can happen with the, with this whole idea of this vent. And one is if you if you fill your tank too much. Uh, there's only one place for the poop to go. And I guess it's not just poop. Like, we're peeing in there, too. But it'll go out <laughs> the vent. Just waste. Oh, my gosh. You're getting so graphic. <laughs> Anyhow, it'll go out that vent. Like, it'll literally dribble out the vent. Are you freaking kidding me? I am not kidding you. Um, that's where it'll go. And so the vent, uh, when it- We need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> the um, bigger boats have bigger tanks five people we fill that tank up so fast so in addition to the tank being full that could trigger the vent issue and of course it will smell before it overflows uh on a really really hot day um it's cooking poop it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess it's getting hot and the tank is swelling and it has to. It's super embarrassing, you guys. It's like our boat is farting. I guess it's farting. Our boat farts. (laughs) And And we can't control it. And, you know, you're 
on a dock next to people. And what do you do? Be like, excuse me? I mean. So I kind of did. I actually, there was a bunch of like, there was like a couple of ladies and two teenagers, teenage girls standing right, like right at the vent. And (laughs) And we did better this week and we'll get to that. But last week we, we knew we were getting there. Getting close to being full anyway. Yeah. I mean, our tank, the red light comes on. It means do not flush the toilet because you know, you're full. We don't have a warning light that tells us, you know, you're halfway there. Yeah. Except for apparently the boat part tells us you're yeah. getting full. Which we should probably say, how how big a tank do we have? We have a 48-gallon tank. So if you if you imagine like... 48 gallons of milk? How, how do you imagine 48 <laughs> gallons of milk? What on earth even is that? <laughs> I don't know. Well, how about like... A lot like, of milk. <laughs> people can picture like a 55-gallon drum. Like that's, that's like, like an oil drum. Like people imagine So that, we right? can't even poop that much. No, no, 48 is less than 55. I know. So we can't, ours is smaller than that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, 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 yes. And we are five people. Yep. We've yet to make it a week. Right. And that's with you sometimes peeing overboard. Most of the time. So it's not good. No, no. And the days have been hot. uh, I have learned something and I have to be kind of careful with this, but apparently there exists a vent filter which actually catches the smell well also we're i've been putting that cleaner or poop eater (laughs) (laughs) there's a powder that mixes in it's supposed to make the smell go away because i've i don't know composted it almost right yeah i think it's it's a really good idea i think it generally works but i actually think that we there's just too many of us we flush out too soon right and it hasn't broke down enough right and then we end up flushing it out and it's expensive it was like 24 bucks for that thing right and i have to keep using it to try break it down but then we have to pump Pump out out, because there's five of us and it's quarantine or what not quarantine but covid like we're not going to the bathroom other places when we bought the boat last october we had jobs and school off the boat. Oh, right. We'd always tell the kids, meant, poop before you come right, home. Right. Like, go, not even poop, just go other places. If you got to go, go. Don't wait till you get back to the boat because we're trying to you right, know, right. save that tank. Now that we're not going so as many places. Now we're not going. And even when you do, most of the restrooms aren't open. Right. So we're stuck to going on the boat. Yeah. It's not good. So, uh, anyhow, this vent. So, I'm sorry, this vent filter. So the line that the vent is connected to, like you can put a filter on there that literally catches the smell. There's a horror story that I heard, though, which is if the filter gets clogged up um, because, Mm -hmm. for instance, someone overflowed too much, the pressure can build up Mm -hmm. and then the filter can pop off and suddenly you're dumping into your boat Instead of outside your boat. Instead of outside the boat. You're not putting that on my boat. (laughs) I mean, it's already gross enough that it's going to go outside the boat. Yeah, so that is a concern. So we left the island Monday, last Monday? Yeah. I I have no idea. I think we were going to say Tuesday. I just couldn't take it anymore. I was like, we can't go to the bathroom. It was a little embarrassing. I can't can't take the boat farts anymore. So we're out of here. Let's go home early and we'll go pump out mm-hmm. ourselves. So we took the boat to Swantown. Mm-hmm. We 
pumped it out. And I had to do one of those things where the guy had even taught us to put a, the hose in there, fill it a couple times, and pump it out again to try. Yeah, just like rinsing out the tank, basically. Try to, try to get it cleaner because I'm like, you know, it's farting, so. Gross. <laughs> get the poop out. Anyway, did that. Went home into mm-hmm. the boathouse, restocked to come back out again. And that's when things went kind of haywire. So while we were here at the island last week, I said to Josh, and he said, that's a great title for our next podcast. I said, you know, there are two things, there are only two things that I can really think of that are like, this makes or break boat life. Sinking and stinking. (laughs) Because I cannot deal with poop overflowing. And I cannot deal with water coming in and sinking us. Right. Those are like the two really bad scenarios. So we came up with the Although title. Although sinking is probably worse. You're going to drown and die. Sure. <laughs> wow. That, that escalated quickly. <laughs> um, we can. Th- so we thought of the Poops title. Poops are going to be- kill me. We, th- we thought of the title because just the stinking part. Because we talk about it a lot. And it, it was kind of a bigger deal last week. Uh, we had I was no, embarrassed. We had no real thoughts about the boat sinking. That was not on the list of things no, we we're going to talk about. No, it was just it was just one of those things we kind of were like, you know, I was like, well, s- you know, sinking is worse, but those are probably the top 2. Right. So, who wants to start talking about the nightmare of what day was that? We <sighs> left Thursday. I said we didn't have to go because we're in the boathouse. What happened first that I was like, maybe this means we shouldn't go and you said we should go. So I can't explain it because I don't understand what happened. Yeah. So our boat has an inverter and it I think we've mentioned this before. That's like the the little box you plug into your cigarette lighter in your car that gives you a couple of outlets you can plug things into. Uh, you know, so you can like charge a laptop or whatever. Our boat has one of those. It's kind of a bigger one because you know we're running a lot of systems. And uh some previous owner, when they installed it, installed it in such a way that overrides a safety. So long story short, if I have the inverter on and I also uh, plug into a dock, uh, I can short things out. I mean, that's kind of the the, the short end of it. And I think I might have blown out my inverter. Just that's the uh, that's the short version of it. And that's kind of frustrating because when we're underway, uh, being able to uh, keep my phone charged, for example, without having to turn the generator on is, is kind of handy. And so. A little frustrating. It, it kind of felt like one of those moments where, like, maybe we shouldn't go. Maybe we should figure out this thing. Yeah, but, maybe figuring out this thing though would would just simply mean spending three to five hundred bucks to buy a new one. There's there no real figuring it out. It was just broken. Well, so we decided we're gonna go. Yep. But of course, since I was embarrassed of the farting boat mm-hmm. before, I said, "Well, let's go." Back through by, you know, we got to go up and around, go back to Swantown and dump the poop before we go back to the island. Right. So that's the plan. So we headed out of the boathouse. And as soon as we headed out, there's a couple of weird things that were going on. One is our marina has been invaded by this weird seagrass. Like it is everywhere. It's kind of like the mossy stuff that's growing on the bottom, but then it comes up to the top or something. It's a different creature entirely. Oh, I don't know. And it wraps around the propellers. It gets around everything. It's everywhere. 
Um, and if you don't know boats, because your engines get cooled by sucking water in from the outside, if you suck in the seagrass, it, it actually blocks up the your engine's ability to cool down. And so that's you know, potentially bad too. So we're trying to brush that out of the way. Yep. Trying yep. to back up the boat. Try not to run over too much seagrass. Right. Which was totally impossible because it gets trapped in the boathouse. Right, right. Um, and so we're piling it and I'm noticing the entire time that the boat just feels funny. And I'm thinking, okay, do I have stuff? How come you didn't say that before? You didn't uh, tell me it felt funny until we got closer to Swantown. Yeah, I don't know. It just, I, I just thought it would clear mm. up because I actually thought it was like seagrass around the propellers. I thought, now that'll clear up, that'll be fine. As I'm the one who solved the mystery, you probably should have spoke up sooner. Maybe. Um, so, things, the, the, again, You're so the handsome, engine. by the way. Oh. I should just say. <laughs> I just really like looking at you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I like looking at you, too. Um, the engines felt kind of funny and a little sluggish, and I just couldn't figure out what was going on. And by the time we got started to get a little closer to... Uh, the pump out station at the Swantown Marina. Um, You're so technical. The well, you know, I got to label. Things. I'm like just the poop place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the wind picked up a little bit. The current picked up, and so right away I was like, okay, uh, this is going to be a little bit of a struggle. I've gotten pretty good at handling the boat, but it's nice when someone's on the shore or at the dock to be able to catch a line, and there's no one there at this time of day, so. Uh, I started fighting with it and I suddenly realized, wait a minute, I don't have any forward thrust on my starboard engine. That's the right side engine. And for those of you who don't know, we've got two engines in our boats, which means I can run one engine forward and one engine backwards to spin around and all that. But the right side engine, or the starboard engine, uh, I can put it in neutral, I could put it in reverse, but I could not get it to go forward at all. And I'm fighting this current and it started to get a little scary because I couldn't figure out how to get towards the dock. And there's a bunch of boats around. Well, I don't know if there's a there's a there's a loading dock, so there's a few boats. But you were coming in just fine. I mean, we were doing great. And it, I think it wasn't until you know, I think you panicked, which of course, why wouldn't you? You you realize you down know, an engine, one's I mean, not working, and so you're down to one, and your bow thrusters. Your bow and we have oh, two. Yeah. So you decide you're going to use those to get us closer. And Hayden and I were just about to say we're close enough. And the wind caught us and pushed us a little bit. So then you use the, the thrusters, thrusters. Yeah. So the bow thrusters, not all boats have this. They're basically an additional set of motors, um, propellers on your boat. And some people have them just in the front. We have ones on the front and on the back, which... I mean, when the wind's kind of calm, I can push both bow thrusters to the side and like literally move the boat sideways. And so I was doing that. And then suddenly I wasn't because they stopped working. So then you're like, I don't have those and I don't have, I don't know. Yeah. So at, the, at, at this point, <laughs> the inverter's gone. I have no thrusters. My starboard engine's not running. Um, so I said, what do you want to do? I mean... I'm right here. What? How far can we get? Where can we go? What can we? How close can we get to the dock? Should we use the wind? So we decided to use the wind by going to the other side of the dock and let the wind kind just of push us into the dock, right? Push us more, and that is when things just went so wrong. Yeah. So if it if it wasn't bad enough, and I don't really like to talk about it again because I don't want to be angry at you. <laughs> 
because <laughs> I like you so much. Um, so but there's a rule. But you did something really wrong. There's a rule uh, that, that you have been breaking that I that I break often, and it's because I'm a little stubborn. And the rule is the captain should not leave the helm. All boaters are like shaking their head at you. Yes. Um, yes, that's true. We say all boaters, but we've seen lots of bad boaters okay. do this very thing. Uh, and so I was an example of that all of a sudden. But the the captain should stay at the helm, stay at the controls, even if they've lost one of the controls. No, no, I'm talking about should. Um, and so the first mate then is able to step off or toss lines uh, to be able to handle that. And I am that. handling the crew. Telling the crew what to do. Which kid is throwing me what line? Right. So here is here's what happened from where I'm sitting. <laughs> um, this will be good. So I pulled the boat forward into the dock as far as I could. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, I don't have a starboard forward thrust. I, my, the forward on my starboard engine is not working. And I don't know why, but we find out later why... And that explains what happens next, which is... So we get close enough to the dock, and I have enough room. I actually did also something you're not supposed to do. I took a pretty good leap (laughs) from where I was um, onto the dock. Were you wearing your life vest, at least? No. Okay, so so not just me. (laughs) We threw everything out the window. I didn't have the right bumpers down on that side. Because that's not... It's the wrong side. We don't normally... Yeah, we don't normally dock on that side. So I have very few bumpers down... I'm not prepared for any of the things that we're doing, but I get onto the dock and I start walking to the back of the boat to signal to Hayden to see if she can throw me her line. Hayden and I quickly realize this is not going to work, this approach. You're going to have to reapproach. So I walk back to tell you and you jump out of the boat. Yeah, so... I about killed you in that moment. I wanted to stab you. There <laughs> you was stab n- There was no time because while you were jumping out of the boat thinking you're going to grab the midline, which you didn't trust me to understand that, that I could tell that that was not the line for the moment to grab, but you grabbed the midline and you the tied us line. off so fast, but the boat's still moving. Yeah. And you're not at the helm. And we have three kids that are about to drift out to sea. So I was livid. So I jumped off. Yeah. So I jumped <laughs> off the boat. And now suddenly all the adults are off the boat. And I'm thinking, okay, not a big deal. Because, you know, we're, I'm up next to the dock. And I've got the engines in neutral as far as I know. And... Which is why you never leave the helm. So I had assumed that Kendra had tied off the rear. And so that's error number one on my part uh, because she didn't say she did. And then by hopping off the boat, no lines were tied. So I immediately... Right. So you tied the wrong line. So I immediately grabbed the spring line, which is like the middle line on the boat. And what I didn't know... The boat is going backwards, people. Suddenly the boat starts moving... Not suddenly. It had never stopped. Well, that... (laughs) Yes, so I didn't realize that. Um, the boat starts moving backwards. Now, if you can try to picture this, we're, we're both. not. We're, we're <laughs> originally the boat was pressed up against the dock, okay, and the back of the boat is at is kind of close to the end of the dock. It's hanging over a bit because it's a, it, I didn't pull up far enough. But the boat, which is drifting what I was coming out. to tell you, we were not far enough forward. The boat's drifting out, and so I. again thinking that the back end was already tied up i start tying up the spring line or the middle line and now suddenly that line becomes a pivot point which i couldn't tie the rear because the rear wasn't even anywhere near the dock and so the boat 
is suddenly moving backwards and the hull ends up making contact with the corner of this dock. Well, so the boat starts going backwards and starts turning because the midline is... Became a pivot point, because right? It, right, becomes a pivot point. And because it's going backwards, it starts to make a turn, but it's tied. So our boat starts to hit the corner of the dock. Luckily, at this dock, it's very padded. It's right. not a sharp like wood corner or whatever. There's a ton of padding around it. But I run and I start undoing the mid, realizing by undoing the line... Now the boat's really boat drifting away. will start away. drifting away, but otherwise we're going to put a hole in the boat. I mean, the sound was horrible. The so ha- it the hit, sound it crunched. was still horrible as it's crunching. And I'm yelling at Josh, like, our kids are just, they don't, we haven't gone over what to do, how to do anything. We're going to have to be screaming at them, like, what to do because both parents aren't on the boat. Luckily, while it did make that turn, Josh could hop back on while I untied the mid and I was just on the dock and Josh and the girls in the boat start drifting away. Where then I could, from the dock, catch instruct a line, yeah. him <laughs> how far to go up and where to catch a line. And yes, did he get a lecture about jumping off the boat? Oh, you bet he did. <laughs> a lecture, it's kind of a mild way of, of putting it. I will leave you if you leave my children. <laughs> On a boat that no, is this was going a bad time, guys. Away, watching <laughs> a watching my children float away, uh, and then B watching the fiberglass flex inward as the corner of this dock uh, seems like it's going to puncture a hole in the hull of this ship. I was probably shaking. the I almost worst puked. thing ever. I I was like, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> so what happened? Um, well, so. From the dock. Yeah, we, t- we tied I off. I explained to Josh engines. how far up he's got to go. A very sweet gentleman witnessed the whole thing because we were screaming lunatics, <laughs> you know. And so he came walking down and he grabbed one line for me and I was able to grab the rear line, tie us off properly where I'm telling Josh, cut the freaking engine. Like, cut it all down. Like, shut her down. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking we were just going to end up... St- staying overnight because I didn't know what was wrong with the engines. I knew we so, didn't have thrusters. Again, the inverter was just like, so many things going wrong. So we sat there for a second. I won't lie. I poured myself a drink. <laughs> I was like, we're not going anywhere anyway. And I can't. My nerves were like, yeah, I, was I almost fried. lost my children. I almost puked. Dinner sitting there getting cold because the inverter's broken. And so I'm telling the girls, we're going to be parked here. Start eating. Just eat. <laughs> yeah. So well, we regroup. Yeah. So I decided. At the poop tank. Yeah. <laughs> right, Lovely place to be. Right. Um, so I decide. Okay, I need to go down to the engine room, see what I can figure out. What's wrong with my controls? Is the end? Is something wrong with the engine? Is there something wrong with the uh, the cable linkage for the for the transmission? So we take all the panels off. You crawl into the engine room. Yep. You have me go up top, where I am messing with the. What do you call that? That little the transmission, lever. yeah, the transmission little lever thingy is a transmission. Well, the transmission is connected to the engine. You're it's at your at the controls for the transmission, the controls. So I'm doing that so you can see like why and I you know we're we're all like it's so stiff, it doesn't want to go all the way up. It doesn't want to go forward, yeah. Um, so, we s- sat there for maybe twenty minutes debating. You know, you're trying to twist things. You're down in there, and 
all of a sudden. No, no, no. Hang on. Um, oh, so what while, else happened? <laughs> so while you're fiddling with it, I'm, I'm, I actually go down to, to see how it's all, how all the linkages are on the transmission itself. And so I actually disconnect the linkage from the transmission and, because the problem is either the linkages are bad, the, the, the controls are bad, or the actual gear shifter on the transmission is bad. And I had to rule that out. So I disconnected the linkage and first figured out, okay, the transmission gear shift is, uh, is fine. Like I can move it by hand just fine. So do dads. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I mean, it's actually kind of surprising. I mean, you can change gears by hand, literally. I mean, you can just like move your hands around. Um, so we're thinking, okay, well, I put it all back together. Let's, let's, you know, fiddle with the linkages again. Um, and that's when Kendra goes up to no, what we I, I said to you, I said, the only thing I can think of, honey, the only thing we have done different in the last week was on the way home from the island on Monday. It was extremely hot. So you piloted from the flybridge up top. Yes. Our boat has two helms, two stations <laughs> from which you can pilot the boat. So there's two steering wheels, two throttles, and two transmission controls. So, gee, what happened? Well. <laughs> well, here's what happened. <laughs> this could go, I mean, we could point fingers a million directions if you've been listening to our podcast or you just know me, what is my rule? Put things back the way they were. Well, we've owned the boat since October. We have never, ever piloted from up top. Nope. It has had a black canvas covering the top since we bought it, and we've never been up there. In most cases, it would mean that it stays nice and clean, except so, that's where the cat likes to hide. Right. So I've, but I, So I have cleaned it. <laughs> But when Josh pulled it back, I mean, I'm like, look how clean that is. So you put that thing back <laughs> where you found it. So he put the cover back on it. But, but the while I was buttoning it down. way that he put it back on. It forced the transmission controls backwards, at least on the tr- on the starboard on the engine. On one side. <laughs> it forced the, the transmission lever into reverse. Now... It's not possible to have the transmission think it's going in reverse and forward at the same time. But what it means is if someone's at the top helm and and forces it down to sure reverse. we didn't hurt anything. We didn't hurt anything, right? No. If someone's at the top helm and forces the transmission in reverse, it's almost impossible for someone at the bottom to push the engine into forward I mean, or transmission forward. it was basically like you were struggling with somebody else holding it down. That's exactly what it was like. Yeah. So... So it you meant know. that well, well, if I put the engines in new, in what I felt like was neutral, because the top helm had it in reverse, it would actually be in reverse. But if I had the engine all the way forward, again, fighting with the top helm, it would actually have it in neutral. So one mystery down. We figured one out. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's why so the, that's why the boat, left. <laughs> that's why the boat was going backwards when I thought I put it in neutral. Right. So that's why our kids almost drifted out to sea, <laughs> which is why a captain should never ever under any circumstance leave a helm if the motor ru- engines the or whatever are, running, yeah. are running the boat's on you're at the helm i told him i am very capable of all the things and running the crew but i can't then what jump back to the engines like we have to have our jobs that's your job that's my job so what was the next mystery we lost our 
bow thrusters. Right. So we lift up the hatch in the back to yeah. see what happened to those. <laughs> so I'm fiddling with the controls and the bow thrusters while we're sitting there parked at the dock and nothing. I mean, there's like the relays are clicking over, but nothing's really happening. And then I think, okay, wait a minute. So I know that the battery chargers have to charge like mate did i drain the batteries out is did i run them for too long and so i finally figured okay let me let me start recharging them and then charlie who she's at the back just kind of holding the hatch open for me says dad something's smoking back here (laughs) and of course that's always scary sinking see there's (laughs) the sinking part right right. lots of fire that's different that's that's another problem i think it's sinking and stinking at the same time um and so i run back there and i lift the battery box and one of the battery terminals is completely melted. Like the lead, and I don't know if you know, car batteries, like the little terminal posts, they're made out of lead. Um, they completely melted into a puddle. There was a puddle of lead. I feel like I have lead. so much to learn, so much of your story, and I was there. It's like, <laughs> n- don't understand it. So uh, but- after asking some people online, it looked like that's the kind of thing that can happen when you don't have a real tight connection. Yeah. Something was slightly loose, and it was creating a spark and it was creating a lot of spark, and it got very hot and literally just melted the battery terminal. And we almost drowned. What? <laughs> no. Um, no, but that kind of thing just could catch Just kidding, Mom. We're okay. That- <laughs> That's the kind of thing that can set the boat on fire, so equally scary. Um, that was not in the title of our show. But, right. Um, so I need a new, a whole new battery, because a battery with a melted terminal is of no use. We have a few things. This was a kind of expensive weekend well this was an expensive trip to the pump out station right. and then oh wait we were backwards to the pump out station to where we would pump out we didn't even pump out you guys and it was like forget it so we didn't even ge- bother so guess what we're back to farting <laughs> we have we a have... near full tank at the island no on Sunday. a hot day <laughs> and today was like 85 tomorrow's supposed it, to get 95 it only like farted like once i think today i think i smelled it once mm-hmm so our new rule is that we have the girls going. We do have a we call it an outstation. Yeah, here at the island, there's a club. Uh, yeah, the there's clubhouse. a clubhouse. Clubhouse. So we've been having the girls go up and use that as much as possible to keep our tank from getting too full <laughs> this week. Um, but we're back to stinking because with all the other drama, we didn't even pump out. We just parked there for twenty minutes. Yeah, for fun. But we did, learn, sank. we did learn about our transmission controls, the upper helm, how it impacts the lower helm. We did learn. No, there's no positive in this story. Well, no, well I'm going to take all the positives mm. I can get. I learned that. <laughs> I learned that. I learned that you jump ship. <laughs> uh, huh. Well. He did learned... promise to never, ever, ever do it again. I said, I do not care under what circumstances. And if there's a circumstance that you are going to cut the engines and then jump away, no matter what. Yeah. Because at least the boat stops moving. <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking about that. And you mentioned this too is, so if your boat starts drifting away and it's in neutral, like maybe it's fine, you know, like jump in the water, go over to your swim step and climb back on. But in my case... My propeller, my my starboard propeller, was literally going in reverse. Right, so if, so you if had I tried swimming, in and swim after our children, and I the could boat have gotten ran sucked you over. under my boat and pulled into the propeller. Mm-hmm. Could have been a real bad day. So, yeah. 
So we're very fortunate. So I won't leave the helm. <laughs> and uh, he promises to not leave the helm. I will stay put. At least unless you... Until the engines are cut. Cut that and we're parked and yeah. tied off and safe. Right. Not drifting out to sea. Right. All that. <sighs> so you'd think that uh, after all of that, that maybe we wouldn't have gone back to the island, that we would have just turned around. I said, and... let's just go back to the boathouse. I'm done. Yeah. But you said, no, we're going to keep going. Yeah. So. I uh, I didn't feel like being defeated. And once I, you know, once the engine sounded normal and, you know, with the transmissions correct, they, it sounded perfectly normal. Um, it was smooth sailing getting back to the island. Yeah. So... No thrusters, uh, which meant that I had to relearn how to dock without them. Had to use the wind <laughs> to my advantage and uh, allow it to push us into the dock correctly. Man. And we won't have thrusters getting back into the boathouse. No, because I'm going to need a whole new large battery for that. I'm going to need to buy a new inverter unless I can fix the current one. Um, so we have some things to fix <laughs> when we get back. Yeah, I'm going to introduce <laughs> non-boaters to an acronym that we boaters have become all too familiar with, uh, that the word boat is an acronym for break out another thousand, because mm. everything is very expensive on a boat. So B-O-A-T, break out another thousand, uh, Which will be is probably pretty, close pretty close to what we'll end up spending on this. Time we're done with all the things that we broke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Besides the fact that we got to figure out why our I mean, I don't know. I've not smelled anybody else's boat farting. What's wrong with our boat? We have. I Too mean, we're, people, we're the only liveaboards. We're the only liveaboards that are that are here right now. Well, I guess no, our front not. neighbor is. Yeah. Yeah, there's another liveaboard here. It's just us. I don't know. Maybe his boat stinks. I haven't walked by it. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow when it's hot, I'll walk by. <laughs> We'd be like, so your boat farting? <laughs> That's a fun conversation to start. Uh, it's not really. So the only other thing that's happened so far that's that's comedy worthy uh, is I'm now the first person in our family to fall off a paddleboard into the oh, water. That was today. That was I thought today. you were going to talk about Porter and his cone head, but okay. Oh yeah. So our I guess there's that too. Um, so our dog had surgery. Is wearing a big cone of shame. Uh, and he's fun right now. <laughs> no, he's not on a boat. This he, giant cone clobbers everything. He, we're in a tiny space for a conehead dog. I think he's managed to be able to trip every one of the breakers going by with this cone. Yeah. Like, shuts everything off. Um, I'm pretty sure he's taking skin off my legs. Uh, yeah, so there's that. And then we gave him drugs, which keep him loopy. So we have a dog that's high most of the time. That's kind of funny, I guess. Yeah, um, I don't but, think he likes it. But uh, he doesn't like the cone, that's for sure. Mm -mm. Um, but no, we've been paddle boarding each day that we've been out here, and it's been wonderful. And uh, today, I... Uh, <laughs> I had the best uh, laugh of my life. Kendra says to me, hey, what's that thing in the water? I knew what it was. I just want to see if he'd go and look at it. I didn't think he'd fall in, but I was pushing that button of like, uh -huh. I knew what it was. I appreciate that. It was a it was a branch, like nothing too big, and I'm like, ah, just a branch. And I don't know, like 
I wanted to get it out of the way. Not that it was in anyone's way, but I thought, you know, that's boaters... exactly what I knew you were thinking. <laughs> that's so funny. I so, knew you'd be like, oh, we should move it. A boat's going to come in. But it was not even that big, you guys. It was like a small branch. So I grabbed my oar and I tried to shovel it. I, I don't know where I was trying to <laughs> shovel it to. And I don't know what made me think that I could stand my ground on this wobbly paddleboard while I was doing it. But I uh, I fling the branch, and then I realize that my feet are in losing control, and so on your backside, I fall back into the water. It was awesome. Kendra laughed for so long. I did. In fact, actually, one of the other boats that's here, uh, one of our neighbors, actually our, our next door boat neighbor, <laughs> um, commented at how much you were laughing at He's me. Like, he got a big kick out of that. Kendra laughing. <laughs> Which, if you've been listening to our podcast, you know my laugh, uh-huh. and that I like to laugh. So, so it was awesome. It was awesome. I had literally just showered, and so I had to come back in and shower again because I didn't feel like having salt water all over me dripping everywhere. You also look like you were gonna you know, try out for a wet t-shirt contest. Yeah, I was wearing a white t-shirt today. It was awesome. <laughs> that helped with the laughing. <sighs> <sighs> so we're here for at least another day or two. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tomorrow's a hot day. There are things that we need, like food. We're good for a few more days. Yeah. It's kind of funny because with the heat... Veggies and produce are not going to last as long. Right. So we've been eating really good and healthy until about today. Today is about my last day of fresh fruits and veggies. So the next couple of days of staying here, I do have cans. Mm. But, you know, it's not fresh. And food then becomes, like, interesting versus delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, enough seasoning fixes everything um i was gonna make brownies tomorrow i didn't want to tell morgan but that egg she made you this morning made it so i can't make brownies tomorrow oh i know yep oh well because i probably should have brought one more thing but we're limited on space and i thought well if i time it thing. out of eggs oh but if i time it out just right this is how much we have yeah so. I love when our kids surprise us and use up all of our supplies. It's awesome. Surprise. <laughs> I know, trying to explain to them. And I, I'm not mad. Like, this is boat life. They're already doing something that's not normal. Yeah. So getting frustrated that we are limited and they use the thing. <laughs> I can't. Especially when it's something super sweet. <sighs> anyway. Also, she forgot that her mom doesn't get like ever food in my bed because yeah. it's like a sacred place yeah, it's really strange cleanness. a sacred place of cleanness wow yeah kendra is uh we've talked about she's I'm monica she, I'm clean freak she's a clean freak and i washed sheets yesterday the idea of crumbs getting in her bed is enough to make her blood boil <laughs> so morgan's thoughtful breakfast in bed plan with the most crumbly coffee cake you can possibly imagine uh, did not go over well with Kendra, but <laughs> I was nice. You were very nice. You were very gracious. She was really to her. sweet. It was like just the sweetest, sweetest thing. <laughs> and I, I realized when we were trying to tell her it's early, that <laughs> way too early. That she did it early to surprise us. So I, 
you know, there's got to be that surprise factor. You're yawning. <laughs> uh, anyway. It's so late. So it's one of the reasons we can't stay any longer is there's also supplies is an issue. Right. So run out of food unless you want to keep eating rice. We've got a lot of rice. What do you do with just rice? Eat it. Catch some fish. Catch some crabs. I haven't seen any crabs. Yeah. A bunch of small ones. Can you eat it? You can't eat the small crab. Anyhow, I think we're we should so probably tired. bring this to a close. We should... <laughs> we're getting really, really tired, you guys. Uh, I'm not the only pumpkin. Yeah, I'm I'm turning to... Have I said that before? Does that make any sense when I say that I'm turning into a pumpkin? That's a very, very normal saying. Is it? Yes. Oh. I thought I made it up. What? Oh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, I think it's time to wrap this up. I love you. Up. I love you too, baby. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Uh, make sure to stop by dropanchorpodcast.com to see what we're doing, both uh, in pictures and uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. We've got all the links there. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>